0: This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated Word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Alive is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now here's Pastor Dana.
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Countdown to Collapse. Will you be spiritually ready? But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we come humbly before your throne, and Lord, we ask that you would move in a great and mighty way to do that which you have prepared and ordained over these airwaves today. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in these vessels and in this place. Lord, we pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit, all men's ears will be open to hear what Jesus has to say through your word. And through the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit, we command in the name of Jesus Christ that every principality and power of the air and darkness be bound this very hour. And we just give you all the glory, honor, and praise, and we ask it in the precious and holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, folks, I'm sure that you've already realized Pastor Tom is once again unable to be with us all here today on the streams broadcast due to a business engagement. With that said, let us jump right in to what the Lord has prepared for us all here today. By now, I am certain that most of you are feeling the crunch of high gas prices, high food prices, and all that goes with the amount that we are no longer able to purchase with our ever-shrinking dollar. You know, folks, this is exactly the reason why the Lord God gave us His Word, which is set down in the Bible, and is to serve as our roadmap in life, both in the here and now, and for that which is soon to come for all eternity. In Matthew six twenty four through 34, Jesus tells us, which is apropos for the time that we now find ourselves living in, that no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Jesus said, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on it. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, For they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the valley, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Here's the key, folks. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Folks, the righteousness of God is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who shed his precious and holy blood for us for the remission of our sins. It's called right living in Jesus Christ. Verse 34 says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Folks, what Jesus is saying to us here in the time just before the crash of the U.S. real economy, which is slated to take place in September of this year, 2008 or thereabout, and That we here at Streams and the Streams broadcast brought to you and brought to your attention and alerted you of on previous broadcasts earlier this year, the Lord Jesus is warning us that it is time shortly, that in the time shortly to come, we're going to need to depend on our faith in Him, in the Lord Jesus Christ, as never before. Folks, this nation has been experiencing and is about to experience even more calamity such as never been seen before on the face of this planet, and certainly which to this point has not been experienced to this degree ever in the United States of America. What are we facing aside from high gas and food prices? Folks, we are facing times such as never been seen before. We are facing the fact that millions upon millions of people have, are and will continue to lose their homes in foreclosures. They are losing their jobs in record numbers due to company downsizing and collapse. We are facing a very uncertain time with the present presidential election that we now find ourselves in the midst of. As I heard someone say the other day, I'm just not sure that America is really ready for a black man in the White House. This thinking in itself, folks, could bring unrest, not to mention that of the Muslim connection factor. Folks, what's more, there are other mitigating circumstances that come into play at this very critical time, like the imminent prospect of a war breaking out involving America, Israel, and Iran, not to mention the war that it will bring to Israel itself from every side as the whole Muslim world becomes aflame. With anger. We here on American soil could be facing our own terrorist attacks from the south because of the friendship between Chavez and Mahmoud Ahmadinejad and the Hezbollah training camps that lie just due south of America and are just waiting for the green light to strike us before we even know what happened. Folks, we here in America have the probability of seeing more devastating issues take place in the next few weeks than we've already seen in the first six months of this year of 2008. With the behind the scenes talk of another major US worldwide investment banking corporation going belly up in the near future, folks, we also have the makings of seeing our truckers in the very near future, not being able to get food to our stores. As it has been said recently, we are just three days away at any given time of being out of food in our major grocery stores. Take, for example, this article from the Independent Online News Agency, dated April 1, 2008, titled USA, 2008, the Great Depression. Food stamps are the symbol of poverty in the U.S., In an era of credit crunch, a record 28 million Americans are now relying on them to survive, a sure sign the world's richest country faces economic crisis. We knew knew things were bad on Wall Street, but on Main Street, it may be worse. Startling official statistics show that as a new economic recession stalks the United States, a record number of Americans will shortly be depending on food stamps just to feed themselves and their families. Dismal projections by the Congressional Budget Office in Washington suggest that in the fiscal year starting in October, 28 million people in the U.S. will be using governmental food stamps to buy essential groceries, the highest level since the food assistance program was introduced in the 60s. The increase from 26.5 million in 19 uh, excuse me in 2007 is due partly to recent efforts to increase public awareness of the program and also a switch from paper coupons to electronic debit cards but above all it is the pressures being exerted on ordinary Americans by an economy that is suddenly beset by troubles Housing foreclosures, accelerating job losses, and fast-rising prices all add to the squeeze. Emblematic of the downturn until now has been the parades of houses seized in foreclosures all across the country and myriads of families separated from their homes. But now the crisis is starting to hit the country in its gut. Getting food on tables is a real challenge. Many Americans are finding harder to meet. As a barometer of the country's economic health, food, stamps, food stamp usage may not be perfect, but it can certainly tell a story. Michigan has been in its own mini recession for years, as its collapsing industrial base, particularly in the car industry, has cast more and more out of work. Now. One in eight residents in the state is on food stamps, double the level in 2000. We have seen a dramatic increase in recent years, but we have also seen it climbing more in recent months. Maureen Sobert, a spokeswoman for Michigan's program said, it's been increasing steadily. Without the program, some families and kids would be going without. But the trend is not restricted to the Rust Belt regions, Forty states are reporting increase, increases in applications for the stamps, actually electronic debit cards that are filled automatically once a month by the government and are swiped by shoppers at the till. In the 12 months from December 2006, at least six states, including Florida, listen up folks, Arizona, and Maryland have had a 10% increase in the past year. In Rhode Island, the segment of the population on food stamps has risen by 18% in two years. The food program started 40 years ago when hunger was still a daily fact of life for many Americans. The recent switch from paper coupons to plastic card system has helped remove some of the stigma associated with the food stamp program. The card can be swiped as easily as a bank debit card. To qualify for the cards, Americans do not have to exactly be on the bread line. The program is available to people whose earnings are just above the official poverty line. For Herbert Lipskin's the card is a life link. Life link. He could never, he could never afford to lose. Just. Out of prison, he sleeps overnight in shelters in Manhattan and uses the card at a Morgan Williams supermarket on East 23rd Street just yesterday. He and his fiancée, Christine Schultz, who is wheelchair-bound, shared one banana and a cup of coffee bought with the 82 cents left on it. They should be refilling it in the next three or four days, Lipskiss said. At times, he admits he and his friends bargain with owners of the smaller grocery shops to trade the value of their cards for cash. Although it is illegal, it can be done. I get $7 back on 10. Richard Enright, the manager at this Morgan Williams, says that the number of customers on food stamps has been steadily increasing, but he expects it to rise even more very very soon. In this location, it is mostly old people and people who have retired from city jobs on stamps, he says. Food stamp money was designed to supplement what people could buy rather than covering all the cost of a family's groceries. But the problem now, Mr. Enright says, is that soaring prices are squeezing the value of the benefits. Last St. Patrick's Day, we were selling Irish soda bread for a dollar ninety-nine. This year it was $2.99. Prices are just spiraling up because of the cost of gas trucking the food into the city and because of commodity prices. People complain, but I tell them it's not my fault. Everything is more expensive. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says that the cost of feeding a low-income family of four has risen 6% in the last 12 months. The amount of food stamps per household has not gone up with the food cost says Dana Ballantyne, who runs a food bank in Des Moines, Iowa. Our clients are finding they aren't able to purchase food like they used to. And the next monthly job numbers to be released released this Friday, this was back in March, folks, are likely to show 50,000 more jobs were lost nationwide in March. And the unemployment rate is up to perhaps 5%. And my note added to the time being past now, it, indeed, the unemployment rate for March of this year was 5.1. But the job loss rate, folks, for March of 2008 was much higher than 50,000, coming in at 80,000, making it the biggest monthly job decline in five years. Speaking of food... Look at the tragedy and destruction brought on by all the tornadoes and flooding going on in the Midwest. Folks, this doesn't even include the hurricane season that is just around the corner. They say that if one of the hurricanes causes damage to any of the offshore oil production venues, we will really be hurting at the pump. Let us also keep in mind all the earthquakes that are taking place on the West Coast and in Nevada, as well as the rest of the world. Folks, you need to keep your eyes on the eastern skies because next week when gays and lesbians in California can start obtaining same-sex union dubbed marriage certificates, this country will begin to see the next wave of disasters. You watch, these certificates are becoming available on June 16, 2008, and as soon as they do, all HE double toothpicks is going to break out all over this land. Take a peek at this article coming out of Tennessee titled, U.S. Split on If Homosexuality is a Sin. What is our world coming to, folks? Nashville, Tennessee. Americans hold different opinions on the issue of homosexuality, including whether homosexual behavior is sinful. A similar percentage of Americans consider homosexual behavior sinful to those who do not, and neither view gains a majority. According to a new study by Lifeway Research, the study also found that Americans' views of homosexuality affects their openness to participate in a church. A telephone survey of 1,201 American adults conducted in April revealed that 48% of all Americans believe homosexual behavior is sinful, while 45% believe it is not sinful. Almost a statistical tie when considering the margin of error. Folks, our society for the most part, has no idea who God is, that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven, and without the indwelling power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, they will not be able to withstand the wiles of the devil in the time that is shortly to come. And folks, if all that that I have just shared with you up to this point is not bad enough, here's the real clincher. Condi Rice is on her way once again this week to try and get Israel to make concessions so as to move along the road map or two-state solution before either Omar is booted out of the government or President Bush's time in is up. When the U.S. starts pushing Israel folks to do things that are against God and contrary to his word, we begin to see great disasters not only in the world at large, but more importantly, we begin to see things fall apart, just a little bit more here on the home front. Folks, we need to wake up here in America. We are becoming too preoccupied with everything that is being thrown at us, and it seems that even the church as a whole has been lulled to sleep. Take for instance this past Sunday, how many of you how many of you knew that this past Sunday was the celebration of the feast of weeks? or otherwise known to born-again spirit-filled Christians, as the celebration of the day of Pentecost, which is the 50th day after the feast of Passover and is the day that the Lord God sent back the indwelling power of his Holy Spirit as outlined in Acts chapter 2. Last week, we mentioned pastors that were calling for the church as a whole to pray. If we cannot even pray for the destruction that is coming on, parts, on some parts of America and our world at large, we most certainly, folks, will not be ready for the great outpouring of God's Holy Spirit that he has promised in the days shortly to come. For Jesus himself said in John fourteen twelve, And I love this verse, and this is for those who are walking with the Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John fourteen twelve, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And that statement, folks, was made because when Jesus ascended to the right hand of God, God then sent his precious and awesome Holy Spirit to be a comforter to us, sent it back to not only walk with us, but to indwell us, that the power of God could surge through us to do that which he has called us to do, and especially in this last hour. Folks, as I stated before, we need to keep our eyes on the Lord, Master, and Savior Jesus Christ at this crucial time. For Jesus also warned us in Matthew 24, 6 through 8, when he said, Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be, folks, famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes in diverse places. And Jesus said, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Folks, please hear the warning from the Lord while it is called today, and turn your life and heart over to Jesus while it is still time. Please do not find yourself as those who are spoken of in 2 Peter 3, 3-9, where Peter said, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they will They willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished, but the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as, as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So folks, please take time and see where you are in your walk with the Lord Jesus. Please take time to renew your vows with him. You're going to need his help in the days to come. You're going to, be able, you're going to need to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit shortly in the days to come like you've never needed to hear him before. And as for those in your life who you know that are not walking with the Lord Jesus, please take time to let them know that Jesus loves them and that by serving him wholeheartedly, Jesus Christ that is, is the only way of escape for what is about to hit this earth. Remember what Jesus said in John 3:16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, folks, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, through the shedding of his precious and holy blood, Might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not, folks, is condemned already because he has not believed in the name. And here's the key, folks, of the only begotten Son of God. Let us pray. Father God, I just come before your throne today. And Lord Jesus, I want to bring all these people that are within my hearing to you today. And I want to put them upon the altar. And Lord, I ask that you would unravel their lives, that you would bring them into your kingdom, that you would give them the peace that surpasses all understanding and joy unspeakable and rest that only comes from your throne. And Lord, I pray as they surrender their lives wholly, solely, and totally to you, that, Holy Spirit, you would envelop them, that you would indwell them, that you would be their guide in the days that are yet to come. For Lord, without the indwelling power of your Holy Spirit, we will not make it. Lord, I just ask right now in the precious and holy name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that before this day be done, let those who have a personal relationship with you but need mending, let it be mended. And for those who have no personal relationship with you, Lord Jesus, that they would bow their knee and say, Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and thank you for inviting me into your family. Change my life and Holy Spirit, guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance. In Jesus' precious and holy name, I pray. Amen. Well, folks, I hope that today you've really listened to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And at this time, I would like to open up our phone lines. And I have a little question for you. And guess what? This time, I'm not even going to forget to give you the phone number. So, I'm going to give you the question, and I'm going to give you the phone number. And I really would love to hear from you. Our question for today is, do you believe that the people of America are really ready for what is just on the horizon? Give me a call here at Streams in the Desert Live. I would really love to hear from you, pray with you, and respond to your questions and hear your answer to this question. My number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. That number again is 602-296-3632. And it looks like we possibly have a caller already. That would be awesome. You know folks, before I left the house, I saw that some uh, some uh, levy, some levies had broke, and they were in the three I states. And you know what? We got a call. So, let's take that call. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana.
2: Good afternoon, Pastor.
1: How you doing? Fine, thank you. God bless you.
2: You too. Um, in answer to your question. I believe that uh... the church. I um, don't think is ready because like you were talking about uh, the marriages um, they said that they are looking to penetrate the mega churches to participate in clergy positions and asking the pastors and leaders to marry them and possibly take place in, in uh leadership and uh sunday school ministries and and teaching people and, and using the government to help them out to penetrate these ma- mega churches, they already uh, penetrated. Um, they're, or they're trying to penetrate uh, Bishop Eddie L. Long's church and uh, uh, Joe Loeske's church in Houston, Texas.
1: You know what? I really appreciate you bringing that up to the attention of our listening uh, folks because this is very true. And you know what? This is where the separation begins. There are pastors in these churches, it's really going to be time to show their colors because it's coming to a time that every true Bible-believing, spirit-filled, blood-washed, born-again Christian is going to have to take a stand, and it's not going to be a stand uh, of the popular type, and therefore they're going to lose these high places that they're in, and some people are going to be willing to do that, and some and most, unfortunately. Are not going to be willing to do that but i do want you folks to know that i am one of those who i would not marry any same-sex people this is not happening in my ministry and i don't care if i have to go to the guillotine over it it's not happening in this ministry and uh all i say is we hate the sin we love the person and we continue to pray for these people who are misdirected by satan And I do thank you, brother, for your call today. And I have, uh, I just want to thank you for your faithfulness each week. I do recognize your voice, and I thank you for calling in each week and sharing something with us that, you know, is not going to be relayed unless you call in and tell the folks about it. And I do appreciate that, because that is a work unto the Lord that you're doing. And that is what this broadcast is about, is giving true Bible-believing people a voice, Not only for us to bring things, but for us to hear the other pieces of the puzzle that the Lord has given to our brothers and sisters to be aired in the time to come. Thank you, my brother.
2: God bless you. You too. God bless you. I do believe, also, as well, and like you were saying, I do believe that, you know, we might even see some of these churches, you know, close down because we are standing on the Word of God. And it might get really ugly before, you know, the Lord really comes back.
1: I agree with you. I think you're very right. And it's going to be a spiritual battle. And it's going to overflow into the physical at certain points. So I say have uh, the indwelling power of God's Holy Spirit upon your life and walk in it. Walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And the Lord will guide us and lead us through all that is yet to come. Thank you, brother. Can I pray for you today?
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: Father God, I just come before you, and I ask that you would continue to send this brother to do the work that you have prepared and ordained for this hour. I thank you for this word, Lord, that you have brought through this man today, and I ask that you would give him the desires of his heart as he continues in that straight and narrow path that you have provided for his life. Lord, I ask that you would bless him and his family. I ask that you would bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, meeting each and every need physically, mentally, and spiritually that he has. And Lord, I ask that you would save his family and that you would move in a great and mighty way we always have someone in our family that needs prayer lord for salvation and lord for any other needs that he and his family has let it be done in the name of jesus in jesus precious and holy name we pray amen shalom shalom bye-bye Bye bye. so uh we have another call good afternoon this is pastor dana
0: well hello pastor dana
1: Oh, well, hello, Pastor Tom. How are I you?
0: didn't mean to step on your last caller.
1: Oh, you didn't.
0: I, I thought that was an awesome call. I was listening to the show on my drive home, and this was just a really uplifting show.
1: Well, thank you very much. And,
0: uh, you know, you touched on a many, many topics that our listeners really need to be aware of.
1: That's true. And
0: especially the last caller that that called in and you know there are churches right now that are probably not going to be around much longer
1: this is true because
0: the decisions that are being made and we just don't know what's going to happen and it's awesome to hear that we don't get a chance to get and and see all the articles that are out there and to have our callers call in and and bring those articles up to us too is, is really enjoyable
1: Absolutely, because there again, it's bringing a piece of the puzzle to our listening audience that we were not able to obtain. But, you know, that's that just kind of goes along with the ministering that the Lord has us all do in, in every walk of life. We're all going to touch a, a person's life that another person would not be able to touch. So when, when they can bring that to the listening audience, it's not only going out to Arizona, folks. It's going out around the world on our website at streamsaz.org. Remember that whatever is being said and done here each Tuesday is for the glory of God, and it's going out around the world. And you know, Pastor Tom... We've gotten many emails especially from uh, Africa from Kenya from Nigeria from various places and the people are so thankful for this ministry. They're searching the web but they're sending us emails saying you have touched me with your website in a way I've never been touched by the Lord before. And you know what that is the Lord doing that work. We have just been a tool and a messenger to get the word out.
0: Amen. You know people people around the world are looking for the word of god they're not looking to be entertained they're looking for the meat they want they want to hear the meat they want to hear what what the lord has to say absolutely better place to look than in the word of god
1: Absolutely. You know, Pastor Tom, I'd like to share while we're waiting for other phone calls to come in, and let me give you that question again, folks. Uh, Do you believe that the people of America are ready for what is just on the horizon? Give us a call here at Streams in the Desert Live. We'd love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to respond to your questions and the answer to this question. Our number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. And there again, that number is 602-296-3632. Looks like we've got another call, Pastor Tom. Okay, good afternoon. Let's see. Okay, that one didn't go through. You know what? While we're waiting, Pastor Tom, I have this uh, kind of an urgent news message that needs to go out to the folks. Um, And it's uh, from the Israel Today newsletter. And I I just want to share this with all the people to keep them up to date on our presidential goings-on. The title of this article is very short here, and it's an awesome and powerful article, and it's one that I know our listeners will love. Arabs' Anger uh, Forces Obama to Backtrack on Jerusalem. Since his strong statements in support of a united Jerusalem, Barack Obama, Democratic candidate for America American president was forced to backtrack in the face of Arab anger on Thursday. This is from last week. By the next day, Obama was back backpedaling. Um, well, obviously, it's going to be up to the parties to negotiate a range of these issues, he said, and Jerusalem will be part of those negotiations as a practical matter, it would be very difficult to execute a policy of the capital remaining undivided. Uh, Obama added that there must be a way in which everyone has access to the extraordinary religious sites of the old Jerusalem, Uh, but Israel has a legitimate claim on the city. The speech at the Jewish lobby, the American Israeli Public Affairs Committee, or AIPAC, in uh, Washington last week, Obama said that Jerusalem will remain the capital of Israel and it must remain undivided. Folks, at this piece, as this piece ends, please listen to Abbas' reply, not only to Obama, but to President Bush and to the world. This was made by. Palestinian president Mahmoud Abbas Mahmoud Abbas and it said he said he was angry with Obama's statement and here it is folks listen to this this is very important we will not accept a Palestinian state without having Jerusalem at as, as its capital. Folks, I don't know what the negotiations are, but he just said it all right there. He said that the Palestinians will not accept a Palestinian state without having a Jerusalem as its capital. Those are fighting words, not only between all Christians and Jews who uh, want to keep uh, Jerusalem as the capital, as God has prepared it, but to God also.
0: You, you know, Pastor ben, you always say that Israel is our timepiece and we need to look and see what's going on there to know what what's in store for the United States.
1: Mhm, that's true. That is absolutely true. And so anyway, the thing is is that we have to keep our eyes open because there's a lot of things in the in the making. And uh the thing is is that Just before I left the house, I saw that the I states, isn't it ironic that the I states are the ones who are now hit with these levees breaking this afternoon? That would be Illinois, uh, Iowa, and Indiana. Two levees broke, and you know a number of people are living in the areas where these levees broke that do not even have flood insurance, folks. Uh, Fox News was talking to one of the ladies, and uh, she said, we don't have uh, flood insurance. And she even mentioned that because they rejected somehow in their neighborhood, uh, the legislatures in her area had rejected FEMA, that because they rejected FEMA, they couldn't even get insurance. It didn't matter if they would even pay a, a premium for it. They couldn't get insurance. You know?
0: So much we need to keep in prayer for those people back there. They're just
1: going through disaster after disaster. You know, and folks, there's another thing, too. The tomato crops in Florida, if something isn't done soon about this tomato scare, those tomatoes are going to rot on the vine. That was another thing that came out. Now, why are we letting food rot when people are starving here in America? There is a real problem here, folks. We need to keep these things in prayer because there is what people call a shadow government. And it is, it is orchestrating what's going on with us behind the scenes.
0: Amen. We just need to keep our eyes on Jesus and keep looking toward that eastern sky, like you said, because he is soon to break it.
1: That is true. And, you know, Pastor Tom, I want to take this time also, while we're still waiting for people to call in, uh, to thank some of our supporters. Uh, you know what? We had... We had uh, we had a, 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 someone, for the first time ever, <laughs> I know this sounds yeah. funny, folks, but we had a supporter make a PayPal love offering donation this past week. We've been on there for quite some time, and t- this last week somebody made a uh, donation. You know what, I think we have another call, and I want to check that out uh, okay. uh, to see. Hold on. And, you know, that person... Miss Nancy, I just want to thank her so much for that love offering. And uh, also, Miss Amy has sent in uh, love offerings in the past couple of weeks. And Miss Lois, they've all sent in love offerings. And we're just thanking you folks so much because it takes your love offerings to keep this show on the air. Because the Lord is using you to supply the needs for the ministry that he's called us to. You know, folks, there's something else I want to bring up. We were talking a lot about our economy and food and gas and all kinds of things today. And the thing is, is that um, I just want you to keep this uh, in the back of your mind and pray about it because another major banking company, uh, major investment banking, uh, worldwide uh, banking institution called Lehman Brothers is on the verge of collapse. And we need to keep that in prayer because if... Too many of these worldwide investment banking companies go out. We're going to, uh, we're going to be hurting. Uh, our banks are going to start to collapse like, uh, like a uh, domino effect. You know what, folks? I'm going to need to sh- change gears here now. Uh, I just want to remind you that we're teaching at Touch of Grace Bible Study on Wednesday nights at Touch of Grace, Pastor Tom and I. I also want to remind you that Pastor Tom is going to be preaching this next Sunday Sunday. Father's Day, the 15th of June. And we are inviting you all to come out. That's at Greenway High School at Touch of Grace Fellowship. And I just would like to uh, say, whoever the caller is that is wanting to speak to me, I will speak to you after the show. And you know, folks, it really appears that we are out of time. Pastor Tom, we're out of time. Amen. And we want to be sure to ask you all to join us next Tuesday at 4 p.m. This is Pastor Dana. And Pastor Tom. Of Streams in the Desert Live saying so long for now. And remember, folks, we are in need of your support for this, for the work of this ministry and the radio ministry. Please consider sending a love offering to help us as we are not called, nor can we do this alone. It takes your prayers love, encouragement and love offerings as well as the hand and favor of the Lord God to keep us in this ministry going. And uh our mailing address is 7558 West Thunderbird Road, Suite 1, P.M.B. 233, Peoria, Arizona 85381. We just thank you for joining us today, and we ask that you would join us again next Tuesday. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May his love shine upon thee and keep you until we meet again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. here on KXXT, 1010 a.m. for Streams in the Desert Live. God bless you.
0: God bless you. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website, streamsaz.org or email us at streamsaz.org with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?